I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hour three, and we're not slowing down. It's the nightcap here on VEASAN. Uh, that is Scott Seidenberg. I am Tim Murray, live from the Circus Sportsbook, where I think there were some unhappy folks. The Las Vegas Golden Knights, the Vegas Golden Knights lose 3-0. There will be, Scott, a Game 7. Which, Game 7 in the Stanley Cup playoffs, there's nothing better in all of sports. So, And to be honest, I mean, I, I did lose my bet. I took the hometown team. I blame Banksy. And I'll make sure to remind him of that when he returns to the studio. Maybe we'll get him in tomorrow because they're probably going to go to the game on, uh, on Friday night. But with no dog in the fight in this mm-hmm. series, bring on Game 7. I mean, that crowd is going to be tremendous. And it is going to be lively down at T-Mobile Arena and I on was Friday wrong. night. I was wrong as well because I said that all three series would come to a conclusion tonight. The Islanders won. They advanced. The Tampa Bay Lightning won. They advanced. But nope. The Wild stave off elimination. There will be a Game 7. If I had to set the odds right now, I'd go Vegas minus 140. Yeah, and I think, I don't know if we have a time yet. I believe that'll be the only game on Friday, so it might be an earlier puck drop. We'll, we'll If we find out the time, we'll obviously relay that uh, to you as well. But, whoa! Take a look at the Memphis Grizzlies, folks. (laughs) Down 20 at the half. You and I, I wouldn't say it was overwhelming confidence, but the more I just thought about it, I said, I I don't think this Memphis team, this is a young team. I don't don't think they're going to quit here. They're up 29 to 15 in this third quarter with 539 to go, Scott. It's a six-point game. 
89 to 83, Jazz with a six point lead over the Memphis Grizzlies. We took the Grizzlies at a pick for the second half, meaning they just have to lose by less than 19 or less than 20. Yeah. And we feel pretty good about that right now. Uh, I also went with the under in the second half, thinking that if Memphis was going to come back, it would mean that Utah would not be scoring. And that's exactly what's happened here so far in this third quarter as Memphis has a 29-15 lead in the third quarter. Will this last for the remainder of the game? Yet to be seen, I would expect, for Utah to fight back and maybe pull away in the fourth quarter. Um, I do expect them to cover this double-digit line. So right now the lead has trickled all the way down to six. I I, I think it will expand beyond ten and the game will probably close with them winning somewhere in the range of between 10 and 15 points. What I will say is, you know, when we talked about this game to start the show and the prop plays, both you and I felt like there's a good chance this could get out of hand. And it did in the first half, a 20-point lead for the Utah Jazz, and that made us worried about Donovan Mitchell, Boyan Bogdanovich, Rudy Gobert, et cetera, et cetera. Now this is a competitive game. It's an eight-point game. The big boys are staying in. Mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell now has 20 points, so he's you know six off of going over. And Boyan Bogdanovich, who we talked about as that line maybe being even a little disrespectful, we dropped the disrespect on them. He's got 18 points now. Does Bogdanovich, and his over/under was sitting at 19 and a half. Rudy Gobert rebounds at nine, uh, and he's got 11 points, so still a ways away. How about Ja Morant? I, I don't know how. He scores 25 in game one, or excuse me, 26 in game one, Mm -hmm. and his over-under was sitting at 21 and a half. He's got 33 points, Scott. And we also touched upon his PRA before the game. 33 points. He's got five assists and four rebounds. Yeah, you're so good. So you're good. You're, you're at good. 42. Winner. You are good. You are a winner. Cash that baby right now. John and, Morant, the hell of a hell of a game. Yeah, and, and Dylan Brooks. I didn't know what to think if there would be a regression for Dylan Brooks tonight. Dylan Brooks goes for 31 in game one. He just hit a big three. Dylan Brooks has uh, has been efficient tonight. He's got 18 points for the Grizzlies, so he's right around his player prop as well. We got a lot of basketball still to play, um, and I, I said something. I'm gonna save it for 30 seconds from now. But man, if if you're thinking about and you know we asked this question, I think on Monday night, who do you trust in the Western Conference? I I I don't know if we have an answer yet, and. You're looking at the number one seed who has, what, a 31-5 and record at home? Well, if you count game one, 31-6. And And now they're on the ropes after having a 20-point lead to the eighth seed in the Memphis Grizzlies. Let's keep this thing rolling here on the Nightcap. Scott Seidenberg to my left. I'm Tim Murray, live from the Circus Sportsbook here on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Make sure to get the VEASAN app, the iHeartRadio app. You can listen to us for free. It's beautiful. It's all free. Stream it right from your phone, wherever you may be listening. So make sure to check that out. The Memphis Grizzlies are down two. Two. This is incredible. We, we saw a comeback between by the Knicks tonight, and that made sense. Okay, The Knicks, they lose game one. Mm-hmm. A little sluggish in the first half. That was surprising. Down 13 and dominate the second half. By the way, man. 
Good job, Nick fans. I, it is just a playoff win yeah. in the first round. Do you want to talk to your your your, your brothers in, in, in orange and blue there? I mean, we're going a little nuts after one game. The scenes outside Madison Square Garden, <laughs> if you're on social media or maybe checking out your local news or that will, that will probably air it, I'm sure it'll be on television, uh, it, it's as if the Knicks won their first championship since the Walt Frazier days. Uh, it, it, you look at the scenes outside the garden, the crowd is outside in a frenzy, chanting positive chants for the Knicks, negative chants about the Hawks, uh, some that are not clean and safe for the air. But there's I heard a, party. a tray is balding. Tray is balding. Yes, that was one of them. There is a party right now on 33rd and 7th <laughs> in New York City that is probably not going to end for quite some time. Yeah, it, and just just to remind, it's one one in the first round yes. against the Hawks in a series that you were a pick'em in, <laughs> <laughs> and you were a favorite tonight. Yeah. Now you came back and you won. So uh, hey, man, who am I? I know we've all been uh, kind of locked up here for a little while, so we're just letting it out. Uh, but you know that comeback, as surprising as it was, and I don't think. You believe? Now you bet the second half. You I took did. the points. I did. Laid the points. I should say it was four and a half. But that made sense. This doesn't make sense. The Memphis Grizzlies. They win game one. No Donovan Mitchell. Dylan Brooks goes off. 112-109. You know, Boyan Bogdanovich has that big fourth quarter. Has 20 points, but can't hit the game or the game tire. And then they're up 20. They're up second, 20 at the half. Second half undershot. By the way, I, I, do you realize the Grizzlies? The third quarter is not over yet. They've scored 39 points in the third quarter. There's still two minutes left in the third quarter. It's the highest output of the game so far by any by either of these teams in either in any of the quarters. And you know the Jazz are sitting here. They got 24 points in the quarter. It's like all right, you know, we're, we're moseying along. But this 20 point lead is now down to five. And at what point does this lead have to get to for the Jazz to really start sweating this game? I, I think they're sweating it right now. I, I do because Memphis is hitting shots, and uh, it's it's you know it's a five-point game. We'll get you you know updates on the live line here shortly. Uh, but a five-point lead, and and it brings me to this topic that we discussed on Monday night. And coming off of the weekend where we saw Utah lose, we saw the Lakers lose, we saw the Clippers lose, we saw the Nuggets lose. So you're looking at one. Number, the one, number one seed, the three seed, the four seed, and the defending champs all lose over the weekend. Now the Lakers and Nuggets have since equaled up their series. The Clippers, who are the second favorite in the Western Conference, are down 0-2 and heading on the road. Who can you trust? Because I said it off air, if Dallas ultimately wins their series and Luka keeps playing like he's playing, I'm taking them and hoping that Utah wins this series and I don't think it's an overreaction, Scott, to take the plus money with Dallas in a seven-game series if you believe Luka can continue to play like he's playing because he is playing like a future Hall of Famer. He has been unbelievable, and the Clippers just had zero answer for him last night. And I don't know if the hot shooting is going to continue. Tim Hardaway Jr. can't miss. He went, mm-hmm. what, six of eight last <laughs> night, five of nine, whatever it was. He's been ridiculous. But... I would take the Mavericks in that series. Yeah. And, you know, all year long, we would sit here and we'd look at that odds board and we'd say, man, the Lakers are the favorites. I don't know. I mean, LeBron's hurt. AD's hurt. Maybe this just isn't their year. Two games into the playoffs, they're now a minus 370 favorite to win their series against the Suns. And you look around. The Jazz are struggling against the Memphis Grizzlies at home. The, the Clippers are down 0-2 to 
the five seed that they handpicked. The Nuggets don't have Jamal Murray. They're 1-1 going to Portland. At this point, it it looks like kind of smooth sailing for the Lakers, which seems crazy to say. Were you surprised that the line was that high after they evened up the series? Because we talked on the show last night after the win, and we figured, yeah, they're obviously going to be favored. It's going to be around the 200, 250 range. I thought 250. Yeah. And it was 360, I saw. Well, it, it opened 300, and, and it went <laughs> to 360. So that shows you what betters are thinking and, you know, smart betters, respected money. They're moving that line yeah. on the Lakers. And, man, I, I am I am very happy of the position that I was in to grab this series at a pick. And I think a lot of people were out there kind of pointed it out um, that, that that was going to be a good buy spot on the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, we'll see how they respond tomorrow. They're laying seven. But, you know, ultimately, who – we showed the odds, and the odds will adjust after tonight. So these are the odds prior to this Jazz-Memphis game. And early on in the year, Scott, it was people are disrespecting the Jazz. They went on that 19-1 and ATS mm-hmm, stretch, mm-hmm. which was tremendous. People are disrespecting the Suns. I was kind of on that of that of that mindset. I you know I, I looked at the Suns. I'm like, why aren't this team getting the right respect? You look at this odds board now. I mean, the Mavericks are now seven to one. They've skyrocketed up, and I think rightfully so. At, who do you, is there anyone in your opinion that knocks off the Los Angeles Lakers? Can it be the Jazz? Are we overreacting to what we're seeing tonight? Uh, I don't think so. Um, I think, as I've said countless times on this show, the winner of this Lakers Sun series would be my pick to represent the Western Conference in the NBA Finals. And the way that the Lakers played for the final seven minutes of that game last night where we said it had to be LeBron James time. He had to step up. They have not gotten good performances from Anthony Davis in either one of these games, yet here they are finding themselves even in the series and, of course, the heavy favorite now to win this series. I don't think that there's a team in the Western Conference right now that matches up with the Los Angeles Lakers when they're 100% healthy and 100% motivated, and I think that it will be a Lakers-Nets NBA Finals. Yeah, it, it it's funny how everything has flipped because the the quality is showing in the Western Conference. Sure. You've got the 8 seed already up 1-0 on the road in one of the toughest places to play in the league mm-hmm. and they're giving them all they have down 20 at the half and now it's a, a 6-point game in the closing seconds of the third quarter. So the the quality in the Western Conference is there. Uh, you know, all the way down, you know, the Wizards aren't anything, the Celtics aren't anything. Um, but I look at the top three teams, the Bucks, the Sixers, and, of course, the Brooklyn Nets. I, they won't be, but I would think any one of those three, I would make a favorite over the Lakers. Maybe I'm crazy. I, mean, I don't know. I might be overreacting to that. Maybe not the Bucks. I mean, the Nets will be a favorite. They are the favorites yeah. to win right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but Philadelphia, the way that they play, Philadelphia would be a fascinating matchup if that were the Lakers and the, and the it Sixers. Would be an, it would be a fun matchup, but they wouldn't be favored. No, they wouldn't. The the, only team... And I would think about taking the dog yeah. because I, you know, you think about Andre Drummond. Mm-hmm. Um, AD wouldn't be able to, he wouldn't want to, but he mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to guard Joel Embiid for the entire game. No. No. Uh, 
it would be a fun matchup to watch. It would be a fun pick to maybe ben go. Simmons on LeBron. Yeah, maybe Ooh. go with a, a game spread or something yeah. in the series, something because it would be a fun matchup. Again, I don't think we're going to get it. I think we're getting the Nets, but the Nets are the only team that's going to be favored over the Lakers 100%. in a series. Uh, the Bucks certainly won't, and I don't think that the 76ers won't. And the Nets aren't going to. The Nets are going to be favored against anybody that they play against uh, running through this NBA Finals. The question is, can you bet? like I said, a game spread in a series involving the Brooklyn Nets. Knowing their potential to really just run through this entire postseason and win every single game that they play, they're going to sweep the Boston Celtics. You can you know, bookmark this and quote me on it. They're going to sweep the Boston Still Celtics. Still can't believe I didn't bet that. We should have. And then in the next round, can they maybe lose two games? I can't see it. I could, uh, just because I think... The Bucks have enough offensive firepower Lose with one. Giannis. Four I, one win. <laughs> I think it could be four two. Um, maybe I'm a bit bullish on the Bucks, but I think they're playing really well right now. Um, and I think they throw some things at this Nets team. But it, it's hard. What we saw last night was just. I mean, it, it was the Celtics, but Joe Harris having seven threes or eight threes, whatever it was. Um, well, let's look at some updated series prices right now for the series that are still bettable. Uh, I think the Nets, if they're on the board, I think I saw at Circa was like minus 15,000. I mean, it's, it's astronomical, <laughs> as it should be. Um, but here are some updated lines. Obviously, you know, Sixers and Wizards, this was pre-game today, so that will be readjusted. Um, when you look at, and, and Knicks-Hawks hasn't been readjusted either, so we'll get that tomorrow. Mavericks are minus 250 yeah. against the Clippers. They are up 2-0. They are headed home. Is that a good price to grab the Mavericks at minus 250? I understand you missed the boat at a great plus price. And we as, we as bettors kind of are, are stubborn at times, mm-hmm. Scott. And we're like, mm-hmm. nope, missed the best number. I don't want to get in on it. But at, at, at what point, when you look at the Clippers only being 2-1, to one, to win this series. They're going to Dallas. What has shown you in these first two games that they have the capabilities of winning four out of five, three of which have to be, you know, three of those games on the road. And they just, they have no answer for Luka Doncic. No. And I thought Ty Lue coached a very poor game. I don't understand why Zubac is on the floor at all in this series. Um, you know, Pat Beverly was getting cooked by Luka Doncic. You had 41 from one of the best players in the NBA, and you lost at home last night to the Dallas Mavericks. I wouldn't touch this series line, but I don't disagree with you. And I think there's a better way to play this angle here. Instead of laying the 250 and going with the Mavericks to win this series, bet the Mavericks every game for the rest of the way. They're two-point dogs at home in Game 3. Regardless of what the outcome is, they're going to be underdogs again in Game 4. Mm-hmm. When the series goes back to L.A., should the Clippers get a game, they're going to be larger underdogs. If you expect them to win this series, that means they're going to win games when they're getting points. So grab the points or... Grab the plus money on the money line. Instead of laying 250 to win a dollar on the series price, take the plus money on these individual games or take the points on these individual games and just ride the Luka wave. Yeah, because if you believe they'll win this series, uh, you're going to be in good shape to just take the plus money 
on the money line on, on a regular basis. What about the Phoenix Suns? Could I convince you to take the Phoenix Suns you at, at a plus 240 price? You can't. You can't. You I'm, trying, can't. I'm trying my, my car salesman pitch here, and that's not working. We'll toss in free maintenance yeah. on Chris Paul. Uh, what, and that's he the reason it, why yeah. you can't do it. You might be able to convince me to take a spread. It, they're seven-point seven dogs, point dogs in, yeah. in game three. Tomorrow night. But until, and we talked about this earlier with uh, Brian Edwards, uh, until Chris Paul's health is a known commodity, which we don't know right now how healthy or how hurt his shoulder is. He clearly was impacted when he first got hurt in Game 1. He was impacted, as we saw, in Game 2. What's he going to be like in Game 3? We said it so many times. Chris Paul, not 100%. It affects this Suns team negatively. It's a drastic difference from where they were in the regular season. So you can't convince me to bet the Suns in this series. But you might be able to convince me, maybe after we see what happens in Game 3, to maybe take the points with the Suns in Game 4. 107-97 to as the Jazz trying to uh, instill their will. And this is... This is, if you played props over for the big boys, the Donovan Mitchells, the Rudy Gobert's, this is what you wanted to see. You wanted to see a competitive game because they're all still out there, Scott. And because of that, you look at Donovan Mitchell creeping closer to 25 and a half. He's got 22 and he's headed to the free throw line here. Rudy Gobert now has 11 rebounds and 15 points. So he's over his point total prop and getting closer to that rebound prop. They're staying in the game. Boyan Bogdanovich still needs another bucket to get to the over on the points. But because this game became competitive, now they're staying in. And now you've got an opportunity. If you played the big boys on the over, you're feeling in in a pretty good spot. Yeah, Gobert looking at the PRA. He's got 11 rebounds, 3 assists, uh, 15 points. Uh, Mitchell, 22 points, uh, but no assists. He does have 2 rebounds. Bogdanovich, the 18 points, 1 assist, and 3 rebounds. Wow, Gobert, that told, that assist number was a half. Yeah. And he's got 3 assists in this game. Well, speaking How about of that? assists, uh, one of the another one of those plays that uh, I'm frustrated. Mike Conley, 6.5. He's got 9 assists. He had 11 in game one. Mm. Over-under was six and a half. He's got nine. Uh, So uh, that has cashed for you. John Morant, by the way, with 35 points in this game. Dylan Brooks uh, getting close to his point total prop as well. Uh, I do want to hit on, and I don't know if we'll have enough time, but we'll we'll start the conversation. The Nuggets are in a plus price. I I mentioned on the show that on Sunday, actually, yeah, Sunday afternoon, I grabbed the Nuggets plus 290 to win this series. They go out, they win game, game two emphatically, win at 128 to 109. I, I just, I, I know that the Blazers now have taken home court. Sure. I think this should be more of a pick and price. I really do. Um, and, and I just, I, I love Damian Lillard. Mm-hmm. He's a flamethrower, but the MVP of the league is on the Denver Nuggets. Michael Porter Jr. is on the Denver Nuggets. They're they're capable. So at a plus price, I think this is more a pick'em series, in my opinion. That's a fair point, and I would lean towards Denver to win this series. Yeah, it's more on the price, right? Yeah, I think it is a pick'em. I think it's a toss-up. So you give me plus money, like I got, you know, after game two. That's where uh, I was able to grab. Let's get some treats and beats. Update you on Grizz and Jazz as well. Stick around. It's the nightcap here on Visa. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Cap, time for a little treats and beats in a moment. That's Scott Seidenberg, Tim Murray with you here from the Circus Sportsbook. There will be a Game 7 in Las Vegas on Friday night. Time I have not seen official, and it will be the only game because, as you correctly predicted, two series, ultimately, mm. wrapped up tonight. The Islanders uh, beat the Penguins, and it'll be Islanders and Bruins in that uh, series. division. And then the, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning closed off and finished off the Florida Panthers. So the only game on Friday night will be a Game 7. I would say my guess will be 6 o'clock Pacific time, but that's just a pure speculation. So yeah. how about I don't speculate and we just wait for Well, what, I, what I'm time. speculating on is minus 130 to minus 140 for the Golden Knights. 
I think it'll be a low line with the Knights uh, as a favorite. Money coming in on the Knights would push that line probably a little higher. So Aaron Oster just uh, sent this along. Wild plus 145, Golden Knights minus 160. 160, that's high. And uh, the over-under is 5. Juice to the over, minus 140, okay. plus 120 on the under. Those odds courtesy of the Westgate Superbook. So early line. By the way, uh, the Westgate was uh, the first, and they put it out over the weekend, that Avalanche Knights series price, abs minus 160, Knights plus 140, and it has since been bet up, minus 175 for the abs, plus 155 for the Knights, obviously that series has to play in order to, uh, in order that is has to be the series. If you bet that and the Wild end up going, it's a, it's a voided bet. So uh, just keep that in mind. Donovan Mitchell just went to the locker room. He did, and I don't know what that was about. It I mean, maybe just he's if I don't cover the that. second yeah. half here, this you know, speaking of treats and beats, this game got down to what three? Yeah, and now the Jazz have said, okay, all right. We're not messing around anymore. <laughs> Up 15. So once again, my second half play was the Grizzlies on a pick. They were down 20 at the half. Now, I would love for this game to be the final score right here because you've got full game. I've got halftime, the second half line. So this would be terrific. 15, right there in the middle. We I'm both, fine with We're it. both winners. And I got it at 9, not 10. So win by 10, I'm happy. <laughs> you know, it's, it's fine with me. I got, I got the good number. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we he, talked about it last night. Yes. We, were, we were, you know, you were more uh, of the belief that this would be a, a full, you know, full situation blowout, mm-hmm. which it certainly looked like it was going to be. Yeah. Um, and then the Memphis Grizzlies outscored Utah by 14 in the third quarter, but here come the Utah Jazz. Uh, we'll, we'll revisit the prop bets in just a little bit, but there was one game uh, tonight in Major League Baseball that uh, you took uh, a little page out of my playbook, the, uh, yes. the embracing well, the stick. No, I didn't, actually. I went against the oh. stick, and I thought about you the entire way because <laughs> the game was stinky. Uh, it, it was the San Francisco Giants against the Arizona Diamondbacks, which right now it's in the bottom of the ninth inning with the Giants having a 5-4 lead. But it's interesting how we got there, Tim, because looking at this game and handicapping it from the start, it was Johnny Cueto against Merrill Kelly. Now, Cueto's been great pitching this season. Okay, He's 3-1, but the Giants are 4-2 and two in Cueto's starts. He's averaging just two runs allowed per start. That's really good numbers. Going up against Merrill Kelly, who allows more than a hit per inning. He's allowed almost 30 runs this year in just 50 innings. And the Diamondbacks have lost nine straight games. Yet the spread in this game was minus 115 to minus 122 in some outlets. That's stinky, my friend. (laughs) Why weren't the Giants heavier favorites? Now, I bet the Giants, because I was thinking, hey, I'm handicapping this, Cueto against yeah. Kelly, and the, the Diamondbacks stink, and the Giants have been hitting well, and what happens? Arizona scores four runs in the first two innings off of Johnny Cueto. It's a 4 <laughs> nothing Diamondback lead. The Giants cut it to 4-2 in the sixth inning. Top of the eighth inning, thanks to two home runs, the Giants take a 5 four lead and that's where we stand here in the bottom of the ninth inning yeah uh, i'll give you a a small beat i felt bad you know you were going to be on the yankees aaron was going to be on the blue jays today i was looking forward to that 
head-to-head -head battle. <laughs> Stupid Mother Nature getting in the way, canceling a bunch of games on the East Coast tonight. So that was my personal beats. I didn't get to see uh, the, these two go head-to-head. -head. <laughs> Another potential beat brewing. Are the Grizzlies really not going to cover the second-half number? Winning the third quarter by 14. Is this really going to happen? We'll get you updated. Grizzlies and Jazz. The Jazz now have stretched this lead, and they may now cover the second half line. It's the nightcap here on VEASAN. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Baseball season is in full swing, so it's the perfect time to work on cashing tickets every day. Our VSIN experts give you all the tools to make the most of every baseball bet, including live odds and analysis for every game on VSIN.com backslash MLB. And our daily members, you also get our daily members only best bet emails. Now's the time to start your free trial and take advantage of all the betting opportunities this baseball season at VSIN.com backslash subscribe. It is the nightcap here on VSIN, and uh, we're keeping our eyes on the final game of the evening. It is in the Western Conference playoffs as the top-seeded Utah Jazz looking to even up things. Led by 20 at the half and lead by 15 right now. I believe a flagrant foul was just called on uh, on the Utah Jazz, but John Morant misses the free throw. So a 15-point lead right now for the Utah Jazz. And uh, going back to the baseball segment we yeah. talked about uh, last uh, segment here with this game, the Giants and the Diamondbacks. Right now, the Diamondbacks have two runners on with nobody out in the bottom of the ninth inning. So this is a massive sweat, regardless of which side you have in this game. It's first and second with nobody out. Uh, the Giants opened up. It was a very small line, which was stinky because it was Cueto against Merrill Kelly. That's why I went with the Giants, but the Diamondbacks opened up a 4 nothing lead. Diamondbacks took, uh, Giants took a 5-4 lead over the Diamondbacks in the top of the eighth inning, but here we are, bottom nine in Arizona and the Diamondbacks have two men on and nobody out. Um, Donovan Mitchell, uh, this this could potentially be a beat. I uh, saw some people mentioning this on Twitter. Donovan Mitchell, as we've talked about, over-under tonight on points, 25-and-a-half. He's got 23. He went to the locker room. Now, I do believe he has returned from the locker room, um, but if you're the Jazz, you, you obviously want to be very cautious with Donovan Mitchell playing in his first game since April 11th. He has 23 points. So far tonight, he's played uh, just 21 minutes. If you took the over, you know, it's kind of buyer beware with taking the over with Donovan Mitchell, knowing he's coming off a a six-week hiatus, Scott. Um, I don't think you or I really had a strong lean one way or the other on Donovan Mitchell. I I probably lean towards the under. Um, But, man, John Morant, by the way, has 41 points right now. His over-under was 21.5. I think there's going to be a slight adjustment in Ja Morant's <laughs> point total. He you had think? 26 in game one. He's got 41 tonight. And you were mentioning an in-game uh, play on his PRA for Ja Morant and it was what? It was 53.5. So right now, Ja Morant was just uh, given an assist so he is at 52. And there's still 7 minutes and 20 seconds left to go in this game. Yeah, if you had taken that, I, I think you'd feel feel decent right now it is a uh, 11 point game as as you know once it, this is why I ultimately played it I didn't think it would get this close to be honest I, I just thought this is a young team and they're not going to quit and they're not quitting yet again Dylan Brooks just threw down a dunk and it's a it's a nine point game this series for the Jazz I think they ultimately will prevail Scott I think most mm-hmm. of us would believe that but it's going to be a pain in the butt it is really going to be annoying yeah, this is going to be a fight for sure uh and, and after game one, I mean, you, you kind of expected this. You kind of expected it to be a fight. Um, what's not going to be a fight is what we're going to see elsewhere in the NBA playoffs, especially in the Eastern Conference. We, we know that the Brooklyn Nets are the team that is favored to go to the NBA Finals, favored to win the NBA Finals. You regrettably did not bet uh. the sweep. Uh, I do expect them to sweep the Boston Celtics. But I think it's, it's okay now to start to look ahead to the next series. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think that the Heat are going to come back against the Milwaukee Bucks. Not after what we saw in Game 2. Now, do they come back? Do they cover? Now, Brian Edwards 
like the Heat tomorrow as a short underdog, mm-hmm. one, do you think the Heat, who really have played poorly, um, and, 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 and here's the thing about game one, where the Bucks went at the Chris Middleton shot in overtime. Yeah. They hit five threes in that game. Mm. The Bucks did not play well, or did not shoot well, at least. They're not going to shoot 22 of whatever they did in game two, but I think they're somewhere in the middle. I think this Bucks team is, they are much better than last year's team. They're, they're in a different mindset, and I don't know if this will be a sweep. I think Miami does get a game down there. I just don't know if it's tomorrow. I'll probably stay away from that spot. You know, Miami's a one-point first-half favorite. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe that's something I look at, that Miami really tries to come out and, and, and get things going there. But I just really like the way Milwaukee's playing right now. So how do you bet Milwaukee against Brooklyn? Uh, you're not going to take the series price. No. But if you go game by game, are you comfortable taking the points with Milwaukee against Brooklyn where they will be heavily underdog in the games in Brooklyn? Curious what the line will be in Milwaukee. Am I cr- <laughs> Am I crazy to think? Do you can you look under in these series? The, the the totals are going to be so inflated, and everybody's going to bet the over because mm-hmm. these are two teams that want to run. But as we've seen, not in every game, but in a lot of games in this postseason, that things have gotten slowed down a little bit. If we're looking in the two forty, goodness, forty two range. Are we? Do we dare bet under? I don't know. I'm just. I'm just thinking out loud right here. I'm not touching an under. <laughs> and those two, especially with the Nets, and they has haven't shown uh, a way to. My goodness, John Morant is something he is else. Special. Uh, he is something else. <laughs> um, but I, I just, yeah, in that series, I, I'm very curious. What are we minus? It's a minus two fifty mm-hmm. plus two hundred on the buyback for yep. for that series. Is that what you would guess? Yes. Yeah, I think that's where we're probably yeah. looking at. Um, so we will see. I, I just want to sneak in. We talked some college football earlier in the show, and uh, one team that we didn't bring up, it's getting a lot of buzz, uh, is is North Carolina. Yeah, had a good year last year. Um, I thought I <laughs> one of my first bets of the bowl season mm-hmm. was North Carolina plus a touchdown against uh, Texas A and M. Yeah. And then everybody opted out. That was awesome. <laughs> Michael Carter, Javante Williams, Deami Brown. I'm like, oh, wonderful. Uh, I forget uh, their their linebacker opted out. So uh, that was not Chad Surratt, I believe was was his name. Um, but Sam Howell's back, and they they avoid Clemson. But that is a big number. Ten wins, and it is juiced slightly to the under. They do play at Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. They host Miami. They will probably be a favorite in every game outside of Notre Dame. And by the way, South Point right now just has that game and is a pick. So over or under 10 wins here for North Carolina? It's it's interesting because Sam Howell is back, and a lot of the offense is back as well. But when you lose Javante Williams and Michael Carter, you lose 33 touchdowns from scrimmage last season. So where are you finding those 33 touchdowns? Someone's going to have to step up for this North Carolina offense, and it might fall on the future number one overall pick, Sam Howell. And also, you're you're losing his top deep threat in De'Ami Brown, 1,000 yards the past two years. You're losing two second-round picks. What? Two second-round picks and a third-round pick. It's a lot of talent offensively to lose, but like you said, Sam Howell's still there. Yeah, it would be hard for me to play over 10 in that spot. Get you updated. Memphis and Utah. Grizz still hanging around. 
and we'll look ahead to tomorrow's lines right here on the Nightcap. Indeed believes less is more. That's why they have powerful tools to help you source, screen, and hire quality people faster. Learn more at Indeed.com slash credit. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. Surprisingly, Scott, this game's still going on. Four and a half <laughs> minutes to go in the fourth quarter. It is. Uh, it has really been an entertaining second half. And... Memphis has given Utah everything uh, they could have asked for. Yeah. Down 20 at the half. It was 74 to 54 at the half. Mm-hmm. It is now 133-122. John ja Morant, while they will lose this game, John ja Morant has 46, sorry, 47 points. He is. We are watching these past couple of nights, we are watching some special young players in this league. You look at what Luka Doncic is doing at 22 years old. You're looking at what John Morant's doing in his second year in the league. I think he's just 21 years old. It is, it's fun to watch. You know, we always wonder where's the next, uh, next wave of stars. Where are they coming from? LeBron can't play forever, even though it kind of feels like he may play forever. Mm -hmm. John Morant and Luka are, are special, special players, and it's it's a lot of a lot of fun to watch. And we're seeing it in, in every single one of these series. I mean, whether it's Damian Lillard shooting, you yeah. know, however many three pointers he's making from wherever he's shooting it from. I mean, Donovan uh, Mitchell. I mean, yeah. he's still a young young pup too. Yep. Um, yeah. There's just a lot a lot of great basketball that we've been watching. This has been an incredible week of sports. You know, last weekend was incredible with the Phil Mickelson win yeah. and, and all the other sports that we had. Playoff basketball has been great right now. The NHL Stanley Cup playoffs have been fantastic. We have a Game 7 coming up. There's nothing better in sports than a Game 7. And all oh, Major League Baseball still having a very nice and profitable start. To yeah, the congratulations. <laughs> we, got a, we got a very excited Scott Seidenberg in the studio as his... Uh, as his Giants bet was able to come home. They loaded the bases. They made you sweat. They made me sweat. Diamondbacks loaded the bases with one out in the bottom of the ninth, but a strikeout followed by a chopper ground out. And uh, the Giants come through with a 5-4 victory. Arizona has lost 10 straight. They are just in a bad way. Um, Before we get to tomorrow, just uh, look ahead to Friday real quick. Once again, the Golden Knights lose tonight 3-0 against the Minnesota Wild. And uh, we have odds from the Westgate Superbook. It will be a uh, 6.08. I was right. It was a 6.08 yeah, uh, Pacific time. I, I, I can predict random things like game times. Uh, <laughs> oh, so, boy. If there were lines set on what time games started, oh, you'd be the best handicapper out there. Arizona BYU week one. That is a lock 10.30 Eastern time. Lock. <laughs> Write it down right now. Um, <laughs> at, at Allegiant Stadium. Um so that game right now, uh, six oh eight. So we will be, uh, we will that game will be underway when we hit the airwaves on Friday. Vegas minus one sixty, Wild plus one forty five, over five, minus one forty, under plus one twenty. So that is on Friday night, six oh eight puck drop at T-Mobile Arena. Uh, it'll be a little lively, mm, to Ooh, say the least. A little lively there, and hopefully uh, exciting here too as well. Um, let's get to tomorrow. And then and the uh, the Lakers returned to action in that 7:05 Pacific, 10:05 Eastern time slot. We will get to uh, the Milwaukee Miami game here in just a moment. But 
The Lakers are laying seven at most spots. You can get a six and a half. So if you like the Lakers, your best number is here at Circa uh, at a six and a half against Phoenix. Am I crazy to like the points here? I I know the hesitation obviously is it with Phoenix and uh, with Chris Paul's health. Yes. I think right now I, I would be a stay away for me on this game because – I feel like a lot of people are going to be riding the Lakers here, but that is a pretty hefty number. I, I would I would look a little bit towards the points if I had to for the Suns. Give me Lakers first half. Okay. Lakers with an inspired effort on their home court come out strong. They'll win the first half, and then we'll see where this game plays out. You're looking at three and a half right there. Uh, just quick update. Donovan Mitchell, I believe he just got fouled and made the bucket. So a free throw to come. And he has now 25 points. Remember, he went to the locker room. Yep. Thought that might be a bad beat coming. Mm -hmm. He returns, and I believe he just got an and one to make it 25 with a free throw to come. Uh, He's four for four for the line. So if you're holding that over Donovan Mitchell ticket, uh, just uh, keep an eye on that. So Lakers, a total of 210.5. We've gone, we went under that in game one, 99.90. We went slightly over that in game two. Um, open 211. You could still get 211 here at Circa, 210 and a half at some other spots. So if you like the over, get the 210 and a half. Mm-hmm. If you like the under, 211 and out there. I mean, I think this is an under series, so I, I would I would have to play the under in this spot if I played it. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know where I stand on this total. I think really the first thing I'm looking at is this Lakers to start off uh, strong. And then as far as Denver and Portland goes, yep. uh, Portland, you know, four-point home favorites, uh, I I, I kind of lean Nuggets here. Mm-hmm. I kind of like taking the points just anywhere in this series, to be honest with you, because I think that these are uh, closely competitive teams. Uh, so I would lean with taking the points with Denver here, even though the game is in Portland. Yeah, and, and I would do, if I had to play it, and, and I think I might, um, we'll see how I feel tomorrow. I'm not, I'm not set on this one like I was last night on Utah in the first half. First half. Mm-hmm. I think I might look Portland a little bit. They're at home in the first half. They're laying two. You Maybe you get that money line, play yeah. a little extra juice on the money line in the first half. So I, I think I would look a little bit towards Portland laying the two in the first half uh, against the Denver Nuggets. That is game three. That'll be a night game, uh, late night game, 10.35 Eastern, 7.35 uh, the one of my favorite time slots because we'll really mm-hmm. get to dive into that game and all the props. And uh, I don't think DraftKings has put out their props for tomorrow just yet. Um, as I pull those up, no, I don't think they've done those just yet. Um, Miami, Milwaukee. Anything you like in this one? You've got Milwaukee laying a point right now down in Miami, leading 2 0. It's, it's, it's Milwaukee or stay away. I think uh, I. I Jimmy Butler has not really instilled any confidence in me. He's played poorly. So I don't feel comfortable betting Miami. Miami maybe in game one, you know, looked like, okay, they showed you something, and then game two was absolutely putrid. So how do you come back off that performance and trust them, to sp- even though they're at home? How do you trust them going up against this Bucks team coming off of that performance if you're going to play this game to me, you play the Bucks and you ride this hot wave that they are experiencing after that game too. You know, their emotions are going to be high, but I, I just, I can't, I can't trust Jimmy Butler right now. By the way, uh, I was wrong. You know, while we're, we're, we're trying to multitask here and check out 
what's happening. Donovan Mitchell did get that bucket. Yep. But he was not fouled. And so now he has checked out of the game. So he's done with 25? Done, done with 25. That is a bad beat. Under. That's Under it is. Beat. 25 points as the Utah Jazz have now extended the lead. It is a 15-point lead. A little bit of a sweat here. Look, I'm hoping that we're both happy because you played full game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you laid the nine. Yep. Good number there. I took Pickham at half. I hope this lands smack dab in the middle. And uh, we both walk away happy. Uh, with this, so we'll, fine with me. Yeah, so uh, hopefully we will uh, we will be able to do that. Jonas Valanciunas uh, just uh, made a couple of free throws. So that makes me happy as he is now up to uh, 16 yeah. in this game, and he is uh, under his prop right yep. now at 16 and a half. We got two hockey games tomorrow: yep. the Canadiens and the Maple Leafs in Toronto. Toronto looking to close out that series. The Hurricanes and the Predators from Nashville. Predators looking to stave off elimination and force a Game 7, which would be another Game 7 that we would have here in the Stanley Cup final uh, playoffs. Excuse me. I think Toronto does close this series out. They've actually played inspired hockey after losing John Tavares in the fashion that they did in that Game 1. Very scary collision there. Tavares is okay. There's a chance maybe he comes back and you think about the comparison between hockey players and basketball players and LeBron oh, yeah. laying on the ground for a half an hour. Meanwhile, you know, Tavares gets clocked and might come back, or Kevin Pillar gets a fastball in the face from the Mets and, and he wants to play the next day. But anyway, I do think Toronto does close this out on their home ice. Uh, still no fans there in Canada, which is a shame because, uh, you know, things are starting to open up here in the United States and you're seeing the fans at all these games and the playoffs and the atmospheres are incredible. They're missing that certainly in Canada. And then as far as the Canes and the Predators, to me, the Canes are the better team. Uh, they are favored, and this might be a situation where I actually like the Predators on the puck line getting a goal and a half. They're home. That crowd will be insane looking for them to stave off elimination, much like we saw tonight in Minnesota where the Wild were able to feed off of their crowd and force a Game 7. Nashville should be able to do the same against the Hurricanes in that Game 6. And then Major League Baseball tomorrow, the first thing that jumps out to me, Tim, would be to keep going against this Arizona Diamondbacks team that is just putrid, losing game after game after game. They were up 4 nothing. In this game here against the San Francisco Giants, and they find a way to lose this game. They go up against the Cardinals uh, tomorrow, and that game is, I believe, it's in uh, Arizona, so they stay home. The Cardinals are a small favorite on the road with Carlos Martinez on the hill against Matt Peacock. Both of these pitchers allow runs. They both allow home runs, so the over might be a play for me, but I might just pick against the Cardinals, uh, excuse me, pick against the Diamondbacks again and ride this losing streak and go with the Cardinals. And it has gone final. The Utah Jazz beat the Memphis Grizzlies 141-129. Winner? Winner. Winner. Uh, Winner. Jazz cover the, uh, the Jazz cover the game, close to 10. The Grizzlies cover the second half, which was a pick, and uh, yes, the over did sail. Uh, this was a total of 270 points. Uh, just to quickly grade some props before we bid farewell of the big boys, Donovan Mitchell under by a half point. He finishes with 25 points. That's Rudy nice. Gobert under rebounds by one and a half. He does go over on his point total as he has 21. Boyan Bogdanovich, I guess they disrespected him for a reason. He goes under the 19 and a half. Finishes with 18. Oh, by the way, John Moran had 47. So uh, if you went over there, (laughs) you're in good shape. Dylan Brooks also goes over for the Grizzlies as he finishes with 23. And Jonas Valanciunas, a late dunk. 
to get him over his 16 and a half. All right, that's going to do it. Thanks to Brian Edwards, Brad Evans. Thanks to Aaron Oster, everyone behind the scenes. For Scott Seidenberg, I'm Tim Murray. This has been the Nightcap on Visa. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.